interracial couple with two kids wanting to do something that highlights the power of friendship and what it means to be in the company of true friends. We're going to move our society away and out of the loneliness epidemic and into a friendlier, happier world. Welcome to Our Friendly World. Better, Stronger, Together. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hello. Hi. Hi, friends. Nugget of wisdom, Santa Monica's pearl of wisdom, friendly reminder. I think I have three names for it, but here it is for today before we start the topic. This is brought to you by, of course, Santa Monica and all the amazing people that touched my life in Santa Monica in that span of 13-year period of time. This one is from Michael Flinkman, another landlord. Let's call him Luminary. A a Luminary for sure. Landlord is a terrible name. I feel like, am I a serf? I hold the land. Landlord. Yes, my lord. They weren't like that. They were like family to me. I love them. Michael Flinkman, thank you, wherever you are. (laughs) Since we moved away, I miss so many people from there. Are you ready? Can we be? I was walking down the street, walking down the sidewalk with Michael, And I told him something that was going on. I think it was like bad. I was feeling bad. Like this is terrible. (laughs) And is it? He he started. (laughs) It's bad. He said, "Is it good or is it bad? Who's to say?" I'm like, "Are you crazy? It's bad." And then all of a sudden, he went into this. A farmer and his son had a beloved horse that helped the family earn a living. One day, the horse ran away, and their neighbors exclaimed, Your horse ran away! What terrible luck! The farmer replied, Maybe so, maybe not. (laughs) A few days later, the horse returned, leading a few wild horses back to the farm as well. The neighbors shouted out, Your horse has returned and brought several horses home with him. What great luck, the farmer replied. Maybe so, maybe not. Man, this dude is like totally even keeled. (laughs) Later that week, the farmer's son was trying to break one of the horses, and she threw him to the ground, breaking his leg. The neighbors cried, Your son broke his leg. What terrible luck. The farmer replied, Maybe so, maybe not. A few weeks later, soldiers from the National Army marched through town, recruiting all boys for the army. They did not take the farmer's son because he had a broken leg. The neighbors shouted, Your boy is spared with tremendous luck. To which the farmer replied, Maybe so, maybe not. We'll see. (laughs) Oh, dear. By the way, just for the point of reference, to break a horse is to tame a horse. Yes. Because you said break the horse and then he broke the leg, so I got a little confuzzled. Okay. Well, I'm I'm just reading exactly what... Is this called a proverb? Maybe so. I'm just reading what... Maybe not. (laughs) Thank you, Michael Flinkman. Thank you, Santa Monica. Today's topic 
is a little off the wall. Like it can really go either way. And I'm gearing up for know. a big one today. I may be stretching. Ooh. I may be stretching and I may sound like a lunatic by the end of the show. If I haven't already. I got my from, boxing gloves from, on. Let's do it. Previous shows. I'm not fighting anymore. <laughs> I'm not. Okay. I'm done. Maybe so. Maybe not. I'm not saying if it's good or bad. I'm just saying I'm done fighting. I, I'm tired <laughs> of that. I have. I don't know if I have it in me. Oh, that's not true. I always have it in me. That's true. You married a feisty person. That's what I keep telling you. Maybe so. Right? Maybe not. Do I stress you out a lot, honey? A lot? I stress you out frequently, <laughs> don't I? Define frequently. Oh, my God. All right. Friend, first of all, I went once again following in your lead, honey. I'm now... For some reason, after all these years, finally leaning into looking things up in the dictionary. <gasps> Wait, like paper books? Yeah, paper and um, internet. So, okay, so in front of us, we have a few dictionaries. Okay, I have the internet versions, and you have the old school from... Dead tree versions. <laughs> okay, I'll start. I'm looking up the word friendship. All right. So, Miriam... Is it Miriam? Am I pronouncing it correctly? Merriamwebster.com defines friend as this. By the way, I was really disappointed in all these definitions. Okay. All right. Which is which kind of makes me excited because this whole this whole mission we're on with friendship, mm -hmm. I, I'm like, okay, I guess I also want to change the definition of this thing, and I think that's where today will probably take us because. I'm starting to think of friendship in different ways than before, or at least verbalizing what I used to think or what I'm starting to think. If that makes any sense, I'm going to stop talking. I'm just going to read the definition. Merriam-Webster defines a friend as one, a person who has a strong liking for and trust in another person. And the second definition they had was a person who is not an enemy. Wow. Thanks, Miriam. So I'm casually indifferent. So I'm I'm part of your friendship. Like I said, I, I'm disappointed. I feel disappointed. Okay, dictionary.com says noun. <laughs> noun. <laughs> a friend attached to another by feelings of affection or personal regard. A person who gives assistance, patron, supporter, supporter. Friends of the Boston Symphony is like an example. Wait a I second. Had. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's wrong. Did you have the same? Okay. I literally, it says Boston Symphony in here. That's weird. Is that so? Dictionary.com went to your dictionary? Random house. But, anyways, random go ahead. house. Okay, first of all, we come from the Aristotle way of thinking, and that that is a BS friend right there. Basically saying, okay, so someone you can get stuff from is what I'm getting from this definition. A patron, that's a friend. Or feeling attached by feelings of affection. I mean, it just seems so dull. That's working on Nikhil Mackian. Come on. But it's, I don't know, it just rubbed me the wrong way. All right, the Urban Dictionary. Oh, dear. Oh, careful. The Urban Dictionary had a lot to say. Not safe for work. Be careful. Danger, danger. No, it's fine. <laughs> so the Urban Dictionary was this. Are you ready? <laughs> They had a lot to say. I'm like, did this person, whoever put this entry in, mm -hmm. they had definitely their opinion. 
or their hurts. Opinions like, are good. What happened to this person? Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's not that bad. So urban definition is friend. A friend is someone you love and who loves you. Someone you respect and respects you. Someone whom you trust and who trusts you. A friend is honest and makes you want to be honest too. A friend is loyal. This is so hokey. Okay. This is Nico Mackian though because All right, hold the on. highest level of friendship you're... I don't know. Maybe it's my you're mood. You're trying to make each other better. Is it my you're mood this morning? keeping each other honest. Oh, can I just finish? No. It's a long definition. Sorry, go ahead. A friend is someone who is happy to spend time with you doing absolutely nothing at all. Someone who doesn't mind giving... I'm sorry. Someone who doesn't mind driving you on stupid errands. That's what it says. Who will get up at midnight just because you want to go on an adventure and who doesn't have to talk to communicate with you. I agree. Oh, a friend is someone not only... Wait, a friend is someone who not only doesn't care if you are ugly... Dang. Or boring. You're ugly. I ain't going to be your friend. <laughs> there are people like that, honey. Lots of them. Oh, Let me Jesus. start over. Let me start over. Hold on. Just please don't make me laugh. Let me just finish this. A friend is someone who doesn't care if you're ugly <laughs> <laughs> or boring. <laughs> but doesn't. <Dang. laughs> Can I finish? No. But doesn't even think about it. <laughs> someone. Who forgives you no matter what you do. And someone who tries to help you even when they don't know how. A friend is someone who tells you if you're being stupid. <laughs> but, who doesn't, but who doesn't make you feel stupid. <coughs> A friend is someone who tells you if you're stupid. If you're being stupid. But who doesn't make you feel stupid. Okay. A friend is someone... Who would sacrifice their life and happiness for you? A friend is someone who will come with you when you have to do boring things like watch bad recitals, go to stuffy parties, or wait in boring lobbies. What is this person doing? What are they doing in a lobby? Well, what is this person doing for the other person, though? You don't even... Okay, so I'm, I'm almost done. You don't even think about... Who's talking or who's listening in a conversation with a friend? A friend is someone for whom you're willing to change your opinions. A friend is someone you look forward to seeing and who looks forward to seeing you. Someone you like so much, it doesn't matter if you share interests or traits. A friend is someone you like so much, you start to... I got distracted because I looked at the lights. Okay, wait. It doesn't matter if you share interests or traits. A friend is someone you like so much, you start to like the things they like. A friend is a partner, not a leader or a follower. I actually liked towards the end what they were saying. And that's what we've been saying. But they're not saying, and I do the same for them. Right. So let's be careful there. I know. Like I said, definitions are, they seem meh. So what do you, what do you, what, what you, what you got? Well, we'll start with the really boring one. This would be Random House College Dictionary paper. So this is like page 530. Can you come closer to the mic? Can I come closer? Okay, so 
Let's see. So friendship is a friendly feeling or disposition, the state of being a friend, association as friends, friendly relation or intimacy. Okay, fine, whatever. Let's go to friend. So a friend is a person attached to another by feelings of affection or personal regard. Seems very sterile and clinical. Uh, a patron or supporter, a list of friends of the Boston Symphony. It's <laughs> here in paper. What is going on with the Boston? Are these, what's, okay, never mind. Go people ahead. People crib from other people. So I bet you the Random House people might have cribbed from somebody else. And I've never heard that. They crib from other people. What does that mean? It means you copy. It's like crib. It's like I've a crib never... sheet is like a cheat sheet. Yeah, I know my slang is all Good. over the place. Yeah, your slang is like centuries ago slang. Gee, thanks for that. <laughs> and I know I've been told that before. No, but like centuries ago, like all of a sudden you popped onto the planet from 400 years ago. I'm not saying, never mind, keep going. Anyways, a person who is on good terms with another, one not hostile, that's one we've heard, <laughs> a member of the same nation, party, etc., a member of the religious society of friends, i.e. a Quaker, to make friends with is to enter into friendly relations with, become a friend to. Yeah. Anyways, so those are the boring ones. Now we pop open my favorite dictionary. This is the open core basic dictionary. This is like primary school dictionary. So this dictionary has like a grand total of like 400 pages. Um, okay, what's the word, honey? <clears throat> friend. A person drawn to another by affection. A person whose company one enjoys and seeks out. That's it. Bingo, bango. All right, so the topic today, I kind of haphazardly titled friendship not friendship because i was talking about someone i really admire we both someone we both admire and I, and i said something like this person has helped me out so much he is like my secret friend but it's the only way i could think about it was saying it that way because when you're kind of on your own and you need you need somebody to bounce something off of. Sometimes it's emotion, just purely emotional, not just bouncing off ideas. Mm -hmm. And I guess living in this day and age, and which has been here for since the movies came out, right? You look at people in movies and you look at certain characters, you tend to bond with them emotionally in some way. I mean, that, I think that's what makes a good movie. And you start thinking, what would... Kind of like when people say, what would Jesus do? You start thinking, what would this person do? Right. So a lot of the times I, I say, what would Cat Williams do? You know, right? <laughs> like we're standing in the kitchen. And I'm like, what What would Cat Williams say? You know, I always say that, right? Right. Yeah, For no, some absolutely. reason, because he... Cat he, Williams, by the way, is a uh, comedian. Just brilliant. Very, very smart man. So smart. So smart. You know, it's funny. The other day, you mentioned crying. And I was thinking the same thing. It's like you read my mind from the other room. He's so smart that I was feeling like, oh my God, if I talk to him, I would feel so stupid. Because he's so sharp and I just feel slow. Well, I'd have to be on my A game. And then I could. I don't even have an A keep game. Keep up with him. And that's just it. I would be keeping up with him. And God forbid if he doesn't like something oh, if, about if us. If he didn't like me, ooh. 
So I'd I run was, away. I so, just I just run away. Well, I was thinking I would just cry. <laughs> well, yeah. See, I'm <clears throat> I'm a man. I can't cry, so I got to run away. But you said that too, though. I'm you sorry. Said, I you, have to retreat <laughs> to the rear. I mean, I have to advance to the rear. That's what we call. I it. lost my train of thought. What were we saying? So we're talking about friendships and what makes a friend, what doesn't make a friend. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, I consider this person and this person a friend because they've helped me get through really rough times. For example, Cat Williams helped me through really rough times, especially when I was talking about talking to you about what happened with the critics mm -hmm. when all those gallery owners totally lambasted me. Right. And it was the last time. That was like the last straw for me. And right. I had received many critiques in the past in my career, but that was the last straw. Right? <laughs> That's it. Remember the whole... I remember. The buck beating up the hunter. Yes, yes, yes. And that's when... Wait, what was it? Or it was around 2006 was when we were really digging deep into what Cat Williams was saying about haters and everything. And that helped me so much. Just amazing. And then, so we have another friend who is this amazing activist from, from the Bronx. She travels around the world, does lectures, and she talks. She does these speaking engagements. She's an amazing activist. She's brilliant and beautiful in so many ways and she said that i turned her on to cat williams and right. the other day she texted me she's like how is he doing i wonder I'm like i i always ask the same thing what's what's he doing how is he and she said that he has helped her through some really rough times and that surprised me because she is a very strong individual and she didn't share that with me and like i'm like you had a hard time what happened? Do you know what I mean? So we, I'm talking about people in your life that have totally affected you. So here is this person that helped me out of some rough situations right. that you, my, the love of my life, my partner in life, even you couldn't totally get me out of. But this person did by just mentioning a few things about how people in this case, it's their job to hate. Just come to terms with it. There are people's, there are people out there. Their whole purpose seems to be they're there to hate, right? And you become the target. Right. What he was saying was, you know, you're successful when you have those people. So might as well by summer if you don't have as many as however many you should have more. You should strive to have more haters because it shows you you're you're making it. You're, you're going places, you're doing things. Well, yeah, certainly as a professional comic, I would definitely want haters. And as anything, I mean, even as a photographer, right? Well, see, as a computer programmer, I want no haters. I want everybody to love me. Well, Because, okay. of course, I can never agree with you. But don't you think that Microsoft guy has haters or well, that yeah, Apple guys have haters? Of course. Yeah, no, if somebody's working so what's at what's called difference? Fang, then yeah, which is like Facebook... Uh, Amazon, blah, 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 no, blah, No, I'm talking about, but why am I blanking out on their names? You know, like Bill, Bill Gates, Gates and, and the Apple guy with a turtleneck. Yeah, I know. I can't think of his name right now. Isn't that terrible. funny? Steve Jobs. Okay. They, well, it's all about the Waz. But, but they were they were coders. Yes, right? but the Waz, does the Waz have any haters? He's the super nerdy techie guy behind Steve Jobs who 
basically did a lion's share of the technology stuff. I would say I'm sure he does. That, but we're not aware. Maybe. Is he still around? Yeah, absolutely. But maybe because he stepped out of the limelight, you don't hear it. But I'm sure everybody does. I'm sure everybody, just walking down the street, you can acquire some haters because you have, your hair is doing really well that day. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Am I getting off topic? Uh, maybe. Friends, so, not friends. So then, I, as I was telling you, I feel a kinship like a family type feeling about certain people, mm -hmm. you said, well, that's not a friend. For example, like this person is not your friend. That's not a definition of friendship. And I and it just felt sad <laughs> because yeah, you're right because it's not reciprocal, right? And that's a big part of it. So that's one of the definitions. It, it has to be a two way street and, these people don't even know I exist on the planet. And there you go. Unless you t talk about it in a spiritual way, how we're all, I believe we're all connected. Mm -hmm. But that's getting way woo-woo. So yeah, this person doesn't know I exist perhaps, but they've touched my life. And do they know how deeply the ripple effect has taken place? How... how they change my life. I tell other people about this person and it changes their life. Right. It's a ripple effect, right? Totally. So it's interesting. So my idea of friendship is getting a little bit more fluid, especially in the time of 2020. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we can't be together. Right. And one of your criteria was that you have to be together. Actually, our main point with Be Friendly was enough with this Facebook nonsense enough of this virtual nonsense enough of this foolishness we are arm arm and arm friendships and you said if if you're not in person then it's not a friend which leads us to Steenie yeah I know Jim I know it well, makes it challenging doesn't it but you can't define it like that first of all when I can when, define it any way I wish all right but <laughs> He, I, he is one of the greatest friends, this guy. I mean, years ago when, when, I mean, I thought we had, I thought I had these amazing best friends mm -hmm. and I talked to them every week, even though we moved away. I thought, man, we're there for each other no matter what. And then something happened. You were in the hospital. It was dire. Right. I never heard from these people again, ever. To this day, they don't know how you're doing or if you're doing. And that, on top of feeling the trauma of what what happened, mm -hmm. was added the trauma of realizing these were not your friends. These were not my friends. Right. However, Steeny, Jim, we call him Steeny, but Jim just showed up from thousands of miles away, boom, he was all of a sudden right there, no asking. It, I mean, that's a friend. And yet I'm choosing to define it as, because I'm not in physical close proximity to him, that it, it I, makes it tricky. Okay, so. And or impossible, sorry, Steenie. What are we gonna do? Right, what are we gonna do? How can we define it? See, to me, friendship, always harkens back to that kind of elementary school definition, which is 
we're in the same class and in the same way that your little besties in when you're in elementary school as soon as one of you moves away shoom maybe there's one letter exchanged back and forth but that's it i think one of the definitions of a friend is when time and space come into the equation mm-hmm. and you come together after a long time being apart right after not speaking even for years Mm -hmm. and you pick up right where you were that's one of the big uh i I don't want to say test but it's the only word i can think of right now Mm -hmm. that's the greatest test of a friendship like how you know you're always on track with this person you're always with the same beats even though you're across the world even though you may not have even spoken in years right you're still connected there's still a connection mm-hmm. i have a couple examples of that i you know my friend martin my friend daphne you know even holly mm-hmm. those friends have withstood all of that they're friends i think you're being why are you being so harsh with the definition what happened <laughs> I think we're being harsh because for so many years we're trying to tell people about our mission with friendship. For for so long we've said, look, people, stop enough with the likes and the followers. This is not true friendship. We're talking about true friendship here. I think we tried to define it so much that maybe that's gotten to you. You've gotten harsh with that. I have. To me, the trick is, and I have to be, I have to, I have to step very carefully now. But really the trick is, is that sharing new experiences. Honestly, to me, that's one of the check marks that say, yes, this person is a friend. So how do you share new experiences when you're not in the same geographic location? By talking. But I'm talking, it's like, it's like one degree removed from a shared experience to me. Well, maybe you don't talk enough, but... So it's been how long in quarantine? Long enough. I talk with three girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, I feel like I'm embraced by them. I feel like when we're done with the call, I feel like I've been hugged. Right. Like it's, it's I feel taken care of mm-hmm. and I feel they also feel taken care of. Right. No, I, I trust me, I get that. I get the emotional connection. I definitely get that from my friends as well. But are we growing as friends? Are we growing together towards something? I say That's yes. the question. And, you know, I think, I think the answer is it depends. And so I'm going to choose not to define friendship that way. But you can say it depends when you have someone right there in the same room with exactly, you. Exactly, yes. All right. So no, no, no. and and again you're absolutely right. And and I've had friendships where you know we didn't grow for a length of time and then we did again. So yes. But I'm still I'm still going to take the hard line and say it, there's something there's a, a mystical connection that happens when you're physically present, physically adjacent to one another. You know, of course I agree with you Good. because this We're done. is stop it. This is how we started this movement. Right. We're talking about in-person friendships. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with you. 
However, at the same time, I'm like, dude, calm down. Seriously. (laughs) I don't want to be so harsh. I don't know. It doesn't, I feel like, okay, so maybe, okay, maybe here's where I I started to look like a crazy person. Ah, yes. But especially since... I don't know if it's the quarantine. I really don't know. Mm -hmm. I think it's caused me to look out the window more. You know, as a family, we tend to, because we don't have a yard. True. And I do have yard envy. I never thought I would be jealous, but I get almost angry when I see other people have yards Mm -hmm. and we're like stuck in an apartment. And I don't know, just, it makes me sad. It definitely makes me strive to become really successful so one day I can buy us a house with a yard. So anyway, we're looking out the window a lot. I, I catch the girls always looking out the window. Mm-hmm. If they see a kid walking down the street, they run to the window and just stare at them, <laughs> right? Right. And with me, the past, it's not just quarantine, but when I'm upset, I look to this one tree. Mm-hmm. And I used to do this actually when we did have a house on Bainbridge Island. I would run to the backyard and hug this tree and like, because I felt like, I mean, that's where the whole friendship movement started for us was we couldn't really make true friends out there. The culture there was so bizarre that it was not conducive to having a proper deep friendship with anyone. And I remember feeling so overwhelmed at times and I needed a hug. I needed some. I needed someone to console me. And I remember running to the tree and just hugging it and like sobbing out there in the woods. See, I start sounding right. crazy. But no, no, no. Hold on. But but again, and I get it because now you're in a similar headspace to the. I heard I heard Cat Williams say something, and that really affected me. But again, we're. I don't think we're talking friendship. I think you're definitely emotionally attached to good feelings that you're having and, and information you get that expands your mind. Friendship? Nah, not friendship. I think I'm talking about one of the aspects that comes along with having a friendship. And so when you're not in a physical, in proximity kind of situation with another person, right? You have to get out of a friendship that you need. You have to get something that that friendship offers. You have to get it from anywhere else you can. So that's why in the beginning I was talking about movies. Mm -hmm. Because it's a way to relate to someone. Right. Right. Different characters. You're able to process something that this story takes you on a journey of. Mm -hmm. And you can relate to that situation and it's a healing much like listening to music right absolutely like i'm sure you as a heavy metal kid (laughs) listening to music that your very hardcore conservative parents oh yes looked down on they didn't understand that this music was offering you a healing a voice to say you're not alone in this rage we feel it too and that sound that vibration matched your vibration right right and i think in friendships we have 
it's the same thing. Your, your, your vibrations kind of sink. And if they don't sink, they have the ability to sync up and play back and forth like a seesaw. Like you're feeling this way and then this other thing is feeling this way. And you just, mm-hmm. you, you, it's a dance. You're able to feel all these things. So back to hugging the tree back then for me, um, without sounding like a lunatic, like tree hugger, whatever. Right. It, I, it was just something for me to lean into and just sob, right. feeling like something strong had had me, like was holding me right. up, right? And I find myself looking out the, excuse me, looking out the window, and this tree, this tree that's directly out the window, the way the light hits it at different times, I don't know, it just makes me feel better. Much like a friend will make you feel better, but also what another thing that happens that will make me sound crazy is there's this one squirrel who will come so close to the window and sometimes it's a bird few different birds Mm -hmm. and they do the weirdest things and they're looking right into the bedroom they're looking right at me i'm not kidding and they do these bizarre movements and it just makes me it gives me a chuckle like i'm like oh my god that was crazy like the squirrel did this acrobatic feat and then turned around and first of all looked at looked looked right at me turned around showed me his butt and waved his big fluffy tail back and forth like he was saying hello to me and then turned around and looked at me again (laughs) paused and then went away right um and then this bird came and it happened really fast but the bird was like heep hippity hop 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 and then all of a sudden hung upside down like a bat and then went back and went hippity hippity hop 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 and then away and to see that totally mm-hmm. took me out of whatever messed up foolishness i was thinking and that's what friendship does and i know i'm getting way off oh, like yeah. this is a huge other tangent i'm i'm going on but mm-hmm. i got to say sometimes when you don't have someone you not need to have with you it's what i've got and it's pretty cool actually i'm just saying i'm i'm trying to get it wherever i can find it and if if you think about it spiritually you're you're never alone there's always you're you're part of everything everything is a part of you you have to broaden your scope hello no, no, no. And once again, absolutely right. No argument whatsoever, you know, but not friendship. Oh, my God. So might as well end it right now because no. nobody's hanging out with anyone. Friendship because is a, a whole other thing. Okay. And But that is involved inside of a friendship, what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, those feelings are involved so inside of So might as well practice having those feelings. Might as well practice looking for that, right? I'm, so, again, not arguing any of that. It feels but I'm like you are. it's not a friendship. All you, right. You are not friends with the squirrel. We feed the squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. How can you define that, Matt? You don't know what the squirrel and I have. <laughs> <laughs> Strangers in the night exchanging glances. 
I like the birds. <laughs> I'm not a birdologist or whatever it's called. Ornithologist. But so we have this little feeder out the window. And every time they come to take a little seed here and there, I swear they stop and they have this certain call. They look inside, they do the call, and then they take a seed and they go. And it's like that every time. I'm like, oh my God, are they saying thank you? (laughs) They're probably saying sucker. I get it. Positive emotions are awesome things. Okay? But when you attribute the positive emotion towards a movie or a... um, interview that a given celebrity has or a squirrel waving his tail at you that makes you chuckle or etc 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 these are positive things are they friendship no is can we tease out a component of friendship from it yeah absolutely you're you like being around people who make you feel good who make you laugh, who make you wonder, etc., etc. But just because I read the Tao Te Ching by Lao Tzu and I'm enlightened on a certain given teeny tiny infinitesimally small point and I feel real good about it, Lao Tzu died like a thousand years ago. We're not friends. He's I, a dude. Oh my God. <laughs> but... <laughs> See, this is where I'm going to sound even more of a lunatic. Oh, Lord. She's doubling down. And and I'm kind of scared because I know my friend Angela's probably listening. And she's very, like, logical. And I'm, I'm scared she's going to stop listening to the show after what I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> but so what if he died thousands of years ago? He's still around. We're all energetic beings. So you're still vibing with him. Why are you shaking your head? Because we're done. You know what? Might as well be done with everything. End I, it I, all. I cannot argue with no, that No, like, point. end it all. We, none of us have friends. We're doomed. F it. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Oh, oh my dear. God. No, I feel sad. I feel... I don't... Like I said at the beginning of the show... Friendship, not friendship. Look, the I'm whole point all for is finding to, happiness wherever you can get. Look, it is about connection. You have to recognize the connection. So when you are in a physical friendship situation, you can say, "Yeah, this is the connection." You have to look for it, even though you're in lockdown. Well. If you want to talk about it you as have, far as it feeling like you have to exercise those muscles, you have to... No, I to, don't feel like I have to exercise the muscles. You have to pay muscles. attention to the feelings. I get it. No, you need to have those feelings to live. It's like water and air. You need those feelings. And I'm saying to you, sometimes you're in solitary mode and you need to have those feelings, first of all, within yourself. Correct? You have to be your own friend. You have to recognize happiness within yourself. That is and true. And not from the outside world. And that's key to friendship. You have to have that knowledge. You have to have that expertise. And friendship, when you meet other people, it will enhance everything because you know that. You know that feeling. You know 
that dance and you can pick it out from the ether. You're just looking at me with no, your eyes, I'm, eyebrows I, all the way up to the ceiling. Again, I am not arguing. Okay, so you. should we not talk anymore? I mean, is that it? So basically, <laughs> you're saying we have no friends. There you go. Have a nice day. Wow. Good for you. Matt the Nihilist today. No. I'm today? Not saying, I'm not <laughs> saying that at all. I'm saying my definition comes down to physical proximity, shared experience, and history. So... Okay, what, what's tripping me up is that definition and you and Jim. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to be fair, uh, Jim and I have had a fair amount of physical proximity, and we've had a fair amount of shared experiences. And we do try to share experiences now, but it's different. So how do we fix that in a situation... Like we have, first of all, there is a pandemic. Okay, that will end. It's not going to be forever. True. However, we all live in different parts of the world. True. And we'll, you know, especially us, you and I are like nomads. We're never, we're still trying to figure out where on the planet we belong. So we're always moving to the next spot. And that's thanks to me because I'm like, let's go over here. <laughs> We need to get out of here. Aye. Let's go over here. We need to get out of here. You know, I'm like trying to figure out where we belong. Right. <laughs> I can't. I mean, I don't think we're the only ones. No, no, no. Definitely. We're you know, jobs take people from place to place. Absolutely. <sighs> Adventure takes you from place to place. Mm -hmm. Can you just tell me something positive? Instead of saying, well, unless you're together, you're not, it's not really a friendship. I'm saying feeling good is still important and we still need to hunt that down. Not necessarily to the complete goal of a hedonist, but in a similar way. You know, we have to seek out pleasure for ourselves, no doubt. And watching a movie that expands our mind, reading a good book, having a conversation, even at long distances with people... These can all make us feel good, and this is good, and this, these are things we should do. Choosing to define it as friendship is the sticking point. It's, it's the word. That's terrible, honey. I know. I'm terrible that way, but welcome to, welcome to the logical mind. I don't like it. Therefore, this is why I'm illogical and you're logical. Why are we together? How in the world <laughs> is this possible? Because I hoodwinked you. No, seriously. I hoodwinked you. I'm, to this day, I'm like, how is this possible? What is keeping us together? Uh, Good Lord. Gravity. Anyway, I don't even know how to wrap this up because I just feel <laughs> offended. Completely. Completely offended. I, first of all, I was the one who came up with this whole friendship foolishness. It's not foolishness. I came up with this thing, right? And right. I said, look, isn't it weird? This, I mean, we started this years ago. Mm -hmm. Isn't it weird how people are on this thing and they have friends. They call them friends and they try to gather up as many as possible. And then they get all excited. They're like, I have 623 friends. And I'm like, really? What? And I, that's when I started to define what is friendship? You know, this was right. years ago when 
before Facebook, right? It was called something else. There was something else. MySpace? Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, it was MySpace. Friendster? And I never was any of that. This this year was the first time I ever got on Facebook. And a couple times, one time someone started the Facebook account for me. And I looked at it when she left. Like she set it, she set it up. She's like, here you go. I'm like, thanks, okay, bye. Because I was starting to, you know, I started the bakery and I wanted to have like a thing for the bakery. Right. But I didn't understand it. I did not understand how to post. <laughs> I didn't understand who these people were. They were like, oh, friend. I'm like, okay. And so I started to say yes. I didn't know any of these people. Right. And then I started to get paranoid. Like, what if I'm at the airport and... You know how they treat me at the airport. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God. And then I heard about how sometimes at the airport they make you give the phone over so they can look at your Facebook. Right. I'm like, I don't know these people. These could be crazy people that do bad things in the world. How am I supposed to know? Right. Absolutely. And I don't want to be connected to, like, that's all I need is mm-hmm. to be connected with some killer or something. Yeah, no, absolutely. So then I for sure stayed away from Facebook. I'm like, I don't, first of all, it does. I don't like it. Second of all, it's that. Mm-hmm. But then I had to take this class and the only way to operate was to be on Facebook. And I, I told the instructor, I'm like, you know what? I, I bow out. I can't be on Facebook. Sorry. <laughs> and thank God she convinced me to do it anyway, because quite frankly, I made some friends, mm-hmm. like real life friends. I haven't seen them because they're in different parts of the world, but we're on the phone. We're on the horn all the time. We're supporting each other's careers. You know, we're helping each other. Every time someone learns something new, we, we share. Right. And so I don't know. My mind has become a little bit more open. I'm more malleable perhaps to the idea of, okay, this could be a good tool, but I don't know. All right, fine. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I, I'm going to give an inch. It's a very rare thing. So I actually convinced you did, did, of no, something? No. You, I didn't? Maybe. <laughs> I got to step Folks, very carefully This is the now. first time in my life this has happened with Matt. Gotta Are step you serious? Very carefully, okay? Right. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Friendship has to have a component of effort. There is no passivity in friendship. Well, that was one of our shows, Effort. So I'm willing to go that far because uh, Steenie and I, we do take the effort. We do talk to each other. Even when we're not talking about football picks, we do talk to each other. And He calls you every day. He doesn't call me co- every day. On a coffee break at 10 o'clock. When your phone chirps, we all know it's Jim. It's he calls me at quarter to 10 because he's inches away from work and he's speeding like a fiend. I love that though. You Just, see? I know. Trust me. I like get when it, I hear that chirp on your phone every day, first of all, but we do make the effort to get in touch with one another. So I am going to say that if you're a straight up Facebook friend and you post on Facebook and they post on Facebook and that's the interaction between you two, not friends. No, I'm if not. I'm not talking about posting. If this person seeks you out for communication and for and to 
you know, share something cool that they've learned. We're working in that direction. Listen, no. Our friendship. That was me giving in. That's it. That's what you get. But I want to tell you that our friendship is not posting. We met on the Facebook or whatever it's called. It used to be called the Facebook. Now it's just called Facebook. So we met there, but we're calling each other. Exactly. Because I still don't know how to post. Taking the effort. I still don't know how to post on Facebook. I mean, I think it automatically posts because I have Instagram. By the way, folks, can you maybe follow us on Instagram? <laughs> Be friendly world. Um, and there's a button that says, do you want to connect to Facebook? I'm like, if I don't have to go over there and post, yes, thank you. Oh, so I the, the button is on and it mm-hmm. just goes there. But... I don't know how to post on Facebook. I do not know. And now I have, I think, 263 people. (laughs) And I have no idea how to communicate with these people. I have no idea. See, I would say you have 263 acquaintances on Facebook. Notice I didn't say friends. I just said they are people somehow. Okay. I gave. Okay. I said effort so we can still be in this virtual space. Yeah, I just feel, I still feel dirty and empty. (laughs) Empty, empty. Well, that's because there's nothing like getting a real hug from a friend. But you know what? Majora and I became friends because I saw her give a TED Talk that was like earth shattering. It was back in the day when if you were on a TED Talk, you were legit. It wasn't like everyone and their great grandmother could be having well, a TED a Talk. It wasn't a TEDx talk. It was a TED Talk. It's a little. It bit was weird. when it was just starting. Right. Right. And I really, and I found out about that through Guy Kawasaki. Ah, Guy Kawasaki. Both of these people I reached out to, by the way. Mm -hmm. Because Guy Kawasaki reached back out to me because I was like, man, you are amazing. Thank you. Guy Kawasaki, Apple evangelist, reasonably cool dude. I haven't followed him in a long time because he put all, he put his posts behind a paywall. So that was it. But he's had a lot of books even more books since then. Right. And he's, he's out there. Yeah, absolutely. I've been, I've been looking for him and looking to see what he's up to. So between Guy and like someone like Majora, I just out of the blue. And I remember she was shocked. She's like, who are you? How did you get through? <laughs> who are you? How did you get this number? No, no I, it totally wasn't, wasn't a like phone that. number. It was, it was a phone number. It it's was back totally in the day. totally not like that. But um, we ended up becoming friends. I know. But I just feel like from your definition, we're just doomed. <laughs> like there's no way you could become friends with someone. I just said effort. I gave in. But I'm just saying I took a chance and I reached out. No matter how famous these people were, I reached out. Right. Because in my own way, I am famous. Also, I have so much to offer, even right. though, even though I, nobody knows about me. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I totally get it. I know you're telling me we're, we're running out of time. I understand. Okay. We're going to wrap it up. But I'm, what I'm trying to say is, yeah, E for effort. <laughs> um, and not the E that we talk about. E for it's effort just... comes actually from my um, report cards. Because you always got a letter grade and then they always had an effort, which was N, S, or E. Needs improvement, satisfactory, or excellent. And so, yeah. Newsflash. You are not the only one. I I know, but I'm explaining this because God knows. I mean, they have numbers for grades now and all sorts of craziness. 
So if I say e-ticket ride, people don't understand what that even means anymore. That's Disneyland, right? Disneyland, best tickets were for E. We're called E. This was before everybody abandoned tickets. And this is from my, this isn't even something I was even present for. This is just something I've heard said. But anyways, go ahead. E Do you want to share our E story? No. You don't want to say No. It? Okay, it's our little secret. Shh, quiet you. All right. Well, I forgot what we were saying. You were saying oh. Matt is right and thank oh you. Oh my God. All right. Let us know what you think. Am I crazy? You know, not crazy. I shouldn't use the word crazy, first of all. I apologize. Am I totally off the wall? Or am I? <laughs> Maybe we both are. Let us know. Thanks for listening, guys. We're going to try to cut it short today. I don't even know how long we spoke for, but we'll talk to you next week. Yes, we will. Please, if you could, leave us a review. And also, I'm, I put this survey out. I'm like the trying to be like a fairy godmother. I really want to solve certain things. So if there's anything that you feel like your life could be touched by or made better by, can you let me know in this survey? You can just click on it when you go to our website, BeFriendlyWorld.com. There's a survey button. There's a another button to leave a review. And by the um, way, we read literally everything that gets sent to us. I print stuff out and tack it to my board. So email us or post to us in any way, shape, or form. Or We need you. If you have an idea for a show, anything. Just reach out and just chit-chat. We need friends. I mean, there's a reason why people teach or people do stuff is because they feel the need for it, right? I want family. Please reach out to us. Okay. Love you. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for God knows what this conversation sounded like. Anyway, hope you're well. Stay well. Stay safe. Yeah.